All right, welcome to episode number seven of The Divine Line with yours truly, Tyler Divine of HawkFanatic.com. Uh, as always, this podcast is brought to you by Joe Gaffey at Rural and Rural Realtors. Keeping clients safe is a top priority for Joe. Whether you're buying or selling, he has a variety of digital resources available to assist you, including virtual tours. Joe can be reached by phone at 319-325-7727 or Joe Gaffey at RuralHomes.com. That's R-U-H-L-Homes.com. Uh, you can also visit joegaffey.ruralhomes.com. Uh, as always, big thanks to Joe for being the first sponsor of the Divine Line podcast. Uh, good one today. Uh, got Iowa basketball guard, sophomore Iowa basketball guard, uh, Joe Toussaint on. Um, we got into a bunch of stuff about, you know, being him being from New York, players that he models his game after, um, said he eats too much McDonald's, <laughs> uh, so it was it was a good talk with Joe. Um, probably get a little bit less of me jabbering today. I got quite a bit of studying to do. I'm sure that's incredibly disappointing. A lot of a lot of COVID stuff go on, huh? Yeah. Uh, think it's only a matter. Of, I I have one in person class right now, and I have four that are all online. Um, one just got switched online yesterday. I think it's only a matter of time um, until we're all online. I mean, who couldn't have seen this ha- going on, you know? Uh, so it's, you know, I obviously I'd rather be in person. It's, but it just doesn't seem feasible right now. Um, I think I said on the last show, I, you know, I don't really mind rolling out of bed, hopping in the shower, eating, and then walking back to a room in my house to go to class. But there is something to be said for, you know, you know, I enjoy walking down there. I enjoy, you know, getting that exercise. I enjoy the in-person, every, everything about that. But there's just, it just doesn't seem feasible right now. And it's unfortunate. Um, but when, you know, I mean, who who didn't think that a bunch of 18 to 22-year-olds were going to go out and party the first week and they got back on campus, you know? Um and then, you know, with this with the the Big 10 stuff. I mean, I the Big 10 is sort of starting to get like Major League Baseball where it just cannot get out of its own way. The the lack of transparency here that the Big 10 has exhibited is mind-boggling to me. That, you know, now they postponed the season. Oh, now we're thinking about Thanksgiving. Oh, now we're trying to get we're trying, you know, Teddy Greenstein. Uh, I think he's a writer in Chicago, I don't remember, tweeted that now they're thinking about, you know, starting as soon as possible. I mean, they just, like, make a decision. You're just toying with people at this point. Um, Just do do something or don't do something. It's just, it's exhausting. It's tiring. I just, trying to keep up with this news cycle is just ridiculous. Um. I'm hoping they can make basketball work. You know, I talked to Joe Tucson a little bit about that, about the potential of maybe a Big Ten-only season, and I think that really gives Iowa a huge advantage over other teams because of just the sheer depth of that team. I mean, mean, Fran McCaffrey said they have seven or eight starters, you know, and uh, it's... It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see a who the starters are and b how many minutes these other guys get because you you know 
a guy like Jack Nunji, who might be eighth or ninth on the on the squad, and he's you know we haven't seen a ton from him, but by all you know he's a perfectly capable player um, if he can stay healthy, put it all together, and you know then Patrick McCaffrey, where does he fit in? You know he's put on a bunch of weight. He's a really talented player, so it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, but for now, let's get into Joe Tucson. It was really fun, really fun talk. So I hope you guys enjoy it. All right, here with Iowa basketball guard Joe Toussaint. Joe, uh, thanks for joining me, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, anytime, anytime. Thank you for having me. Um. So right now, I would imagine that you have a lot more downtime than you normally do, right? Yeah, that's correct. Um, what are you What are you doing to you know pass the time when you'd normally be practicing or you know things of that nature? Well, um, I stretch a lot. Uh, I eat, uh, play my game, uh, roll myself out, um, things like that. You know, really just. I get a lot of rest, to be honest with you. But I get up early, so, you know, I don't create, like, a bad habit of just staying in bed all day. So I get up early, you know, I get in the shower. But um, I usually start my day really early, you know, just stretching, moving around, making food, getting food, stuff like that. Uh, what games have you been playing? Play Fortnite a lot with my friends. My roommate, Patrick, I play Fortnite a lot with him. Um, as a matter of fact, I might play with him after I get off of this area. <laughs> But him, my friends from back home in New York, I play with them a lot. And I play 2K with my friends a lot as well. Uh, who's better at Fortnite, you or Patrick? I'll say it's a tie, but you know me. I, I'm better at him. <laughs> but it, but it, it's a tie. It's a tie. Uh, uh, okay. Actually, you mentioning 2K kind of reminded me of a question I was going to ask you later. Uh, who do you usually run with on 2K? See, me, I'm more of a park guy. I don't really play yep. gameplay, but if I do play gameplay, I'm probably going to use the Blazers with Damian Lillard, Steve McCollum. I play with them really well, and uh, the Rockets, you know, I could just score 50 with James Harden, so. Yeah, I, usually, I usually do that. I go with the Bucks. Oh, yeah, I also use the Bucks too, because Giannis <laughs> is just a freak. Yep. He's just a freak. Um, so, being it from the Bronx, where are you a, like, Knicks, Knicks, Nets, guy? I mean, like, did you? Uh, if, I'm, if I'm being honest with you, I wasn't. I know a lot of people hate me for that, but <laughs> uh, like the Knicks and the Nets, they were just not cutting it at all. Like you know, I, I watched a lot of Knicks game when Melo was there. Like he made the Knicks really good, but then after that, you know, like just not. I, I'm really a LeBron fan, so I watch all LeBron games. You mostly just grew up watching players. Yeah, I grew up watching a lot of players, LeBron. KD, Kyrie, Steph, Damian, you know, people like that. What guys do you model, you know, are there any particular guys you try to model your game after? Yeah, I watch a lot of Kemba Walker. You know, he's a, he's from the Bronx as well. Uh, Love Kemba. Yeah, Kemba's a, he's a really good player, you know, me and him about the same height. Um, skill set is very unique than others. And uh, he's just he's a really good player, you know. I try to model my game after him. Uh, no, he's a really good role model as well to the uh, community and where he comes from. Uh, he always comes back, gives back. You know, just you know, he's just trying to be the best player he can be. So I try to you know model myself after him. Is he from New York? 
Yeah, he's from New York. He's from uh, Soundview. He's not not that far away from me, maybe like 10, 15 minutes. Have you been able to go back home at all during, you know, since the Big Ten tournament got shut down? Have you been able to, you know, go back and spend time with any family? Yeah, I, immediately after uh, the tournament got shut down, I went home, uh, not the next day, but the day after that. And uh, it was really good. You know, I got to be with my family. I didn't see my family since – well, they come to all my East Coast games. So I've seen them probably my last game on the East Coast, probably Maryland, I believe, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I've seen them not too long ago. But, you know, just being with them, you know, uh, staying in the household with them, you know, just a different great feeling that I missed. And they've, uh, they've all stayed safe and healthy throughout all this? Yeah, thank God. Thank God they all uh, were selfie. Uh, selfie. It was all uh, safe. Uh, my family. And my friends, too. My friends stood safe. Uh, you know, I thank God for that as well. Um, what is there something you miss most about – besides your family, obviously, but something that you miss for, for about New York City that you just can't get, like food or something that you just can't get in Iowa City that you could get, you know, is everywhere in New York? Yeah, it's definitely the food. Um, the, 100% the food. Um just like Shake Shack, they don't have Shake Shack in Iowa City. Um, what else? Um, I think the Buffalo Wild Wings both taste different. Like from here and over there, just taste different. Hmm. I don't know how to explain it, but it just tastes different. And I'm just like, eh, I'm not a fan of it over here. Um, but Iowa City has a lot of great places as well, you know, to eat. But you know, it's not, it's nothing like New York City food. Where do you like to go? In Iowa, uh, I go to Monica's, a restaurant called Monica's. It's really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Get a bacon cheeseburger with fries all the time. Get pasta. I guess sometime. you got to throw throw Randy Larson some business, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, where else do I go? I go to the Vine. The Vine wings are really good. Um, uh, I eat McDonald's a lot. That's my problem. But I eat McDonald's <laughs> a lot. I love McDonald's. Like, if I can own McDonald's, I will. <laughs> like McDonald's is really good to me, but I go to McDonald's. Uh, I go to Noodles and High V. Me and Patrick really only eat at like four or five places, to be honest with you. Every single day, we just switch it up. Uh, are you a big pizza guy? I'm not a big pizza guy, but I enjoy pizza a lot. Like I like pizza, but I'm not a big pizza guy. I mean, I, I've never had. New York pizza, but you know everybody raves about it. I yeah, assume that I assume that Iowa City pizza can't compare. No, 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 no <laughs> it can't. But but the pizza here is good too. Like the Domino's here is good. You know, that's the only really, the pizza I really eat from here, unless I get like a Giorno pizza and just heat it up or something. Was that kind of the biggest? I don't know culture shock. I guess when you came to Iowa City, was it the food or what? What kind of was like, whoa, I didn't expect it to be like this when you when you showed up last year? Mm. Small, I guess. Yeah. If I'm being honest, I don't really know if I'm being honest. Because, uh, like, I knew, like, you know, where I would live would look like this. And it's not like, you know, I'm not around a bunch of cornfields. I'm, like, my school is, like, in a community. So, like, you know, it's a bunch of streets and, like, a lot of things going on. So, like, I'm not around – a lot of like cornfields and stuff. So I don't really know, to be honest. Probably the food. I would say the food, yeah. Like it just tastes different. Like from New York in here, it just tastes different. 
I was all beef and corn. <laughs> um, you, you and Patrick kind of got it, had a special bond right off the bat there. I mean, how, what was kind of the start of that? And, and, you know, what, what kind of, how'd you guys hit it off? What? Uh, well, we met at MVPA, uh, NBA Top 100 camp. And uh, we played on two different teams for the first day. Well, the second day. I didn't get there till the second day because I had to go take my test for school. So I got there the second day. And I seen Patrick walking around. But I didn't know who he was at first. I, don't know, I didn't say anything to him. But then, like, he came to my team. Then after he came to my team, we we played well together, to be honest. Uh, you know, I looked for him because he could really shoot the ball, so I looked for him. He had some shots. Uh, I thought I played okay. And we talked a little bit there, but that's about it. And then uh, when I got the offer, uh, I got the offer from Iowa. I seen that, you know, the coach's name was McCaffrey. And I was like, oh, like, Patrick is on my team. So then he, we ended up started texting each other and stuff. So then uh, after that, uh, I would say me and him just, you know, we just, I don't know, we just clicked. It was nothing like, you know, nothing forced, nothing – like, you know, extra. It's just, we just clicked with each other. We just clicked. And then we moved in together, you know, we moved in together my freshman year. And then from there, all was history. We just like, we were just always on the same page, always with each other. If you see him, you see me. If you see me, you see him. Uh, we tell people we're a package deal, you know, just things like that. Um, did you play any other sports in high school? No, sadly, I did not. I wanted to play football, but my mom wouldn't let me. If, if you hadn't have ended up at a Division One school playing basketball, would you? Assuming you were allowed to play football, was that is that the one sport that you would have played if you weren't playing basketball? Yeah, I definitely would have played football. Football is kind of fun to me. The only part I'm scared about is just really getting hurt really bad. But like, <laughs> people would tell me like, I mean, like your body's just for football. Like, everybody who sees me don't ask me if I play basketball. They ask me if I play football, and I'm just like, you no. Know, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I think, I mean, uh, I was talking to somebody a couple of days ago about it and I was, you know, it's like, man, he, you know, he's explosive. I could see him playing running back. Yeah. A lot of people, I get that a lot as well. What do you think you would have played? To be honest. Well, so my high school coach told me my high school football coach used to watch our practice and stuff. And he used to tell me like, I mean, like you're just so athletic, like you can actually play DB and you can play DB. Said you can play a slot, play raw receivers, and do a running back. Like he's like, you can play whatever you want. He's like, if you play high school football, you can literally go to any school, any any school. <laughs> in the country. I'm just like, I mean, thanks. That <laughs> <laughs> worked out for you anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, with the season hopefully coming up, uh. You guys have high expectations. How do you handle those expectations? I mean, we're just – we're a humble group, you know, no matter what. Uh, we all talk to each other every day, you know, and we, at the end of the day, we all know ranking is just a number, you know. Um, rankings never mean anything. You know, it's just a number that you have in front of your name. And, you know, and we're going to get the best out of everybody, you know. Uh, so we have to come prepared as well. Uh, and we will be prepared, you know. We will be humble. We'll work hard. And uh, that's what we pride ourselves with, to be honest. We're, we're always the underdogs. You know, we never wanted people to root for us. We never wanted, you know, all the publicity and all the stuff. We just wanted to beat the people who had it. And now that we're in the spotlight, we have to prove ourselves. 
And, you know, there's going to be a lot of competition for minutes on that team. I mean, you guys may, may be the biggest or the deepest team in the Big Ten. I mean, how do you personally prepare yourself for that? I mean, just, you know, try to, try to scratch for as many minutes as possible, you know? Uh, I think that just all comes with uh, your mindset, you know, how you handle things, how you take things, how you, uh, how do you react to things, you know, certain times things may not go your way, just how you bounce back, uh, you know, just being smart, um, just, you know, holding your head, to be honest, you know, everybody makes mistakes, um, and, you know, everybody goes through adversity, and the good part about this team is when you go through adversity, you're not the only one just doing it by yourself, you know, your teammates are there with you. And that's the one thing that I love about this team, that we're all just so connected with each other. And, uh, like, if we if one of our brothers is down, we'll pick them up. And it's everybody. It's not just one person trying to pick them up. It's the whole team. So, is there um, – go yeah. ahead, sorry. Uh, I was just saying just, like, you know, because, you know, minutes, minutes will be, you know, we, we have to fight for minutes. But, like, at the end of the day, you know, we're all going to get the job done. Is there something that you've been working on your, uh, with your game specifically this offseason? Yeah, uh, really just shooting the basketball, just shooting. I mean, I don't know how many workouts I had. I had a tremendous amount, and I just don't let it ball up at all. Like, I don't. I don't. I do floaters and jump shots, free throws, especially jump shots, though. Like, I make sure I make, you know, more than 500 a day. At times, I'll make sure I make more than 700 jump shots a day before I leave. Sometimes I'll just go back to the gym, go back to the park, you know, I will go to the park at night just to put up like 500 shots. You know, just make sure, you know, getting the rotation right, getting the feeling right. When I'm tired, you know, when I'm tired laying in the bed, I get up, go shoot, you know, things like that. Do you think becoming a better jump shooter, especially with the way that the three-pointer shot now in, in basketball, do you think that could propel you to that next level? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. You know, um, I'm not – I, I need uh, to perfect my game uh, in all aspects, my dribbling, you know, my IQ, uh, the way I go to the basket, you know, things like that, shooting. But um, if I, you know, if I can hit this jump shot consistently, as I've been, you know, uh, in my workouts, then uh, it's going to be a hard, tough time, you know, with this team. They're very tough because there's just no way you can help. With There's, you know, there's – a lot of stuff circulating about how they're going to make the basketball season work, you know, whether that involve I don't know if a bubble is feasible for a bunch of guys that have to go to class still and everything, you know, but if they do end up doing like, say like a condensed season where you only play big 10 games, do you think the depth of, of, of that team gives it that much more of an advantage if you're having to play like, you know, three games a week or something? Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Because uh, we're all, we're all like Coach said in all his interviews. You know, we have seven starters, eight starters on our team. You know, uh, Patrick is ready to go, looking really good. Put a lot of weight on, skill set very nice, ready to showcase. You know, uh, we got five freshmen that's ready to play. You know, more advanced than I was last year, to be honest. Um, you know, we got Joe Wieskamp, Luca Garza, Connor McCaffrey. You know, just got we just got a lot of people that's just ready to play, you know, and um, just having a lot of bodies, you know, when you're sore, you're hurt, you know, you need to breathe, you know, just a guy that you know that's going to do good after you, you know, just to put him in the game. It's going to be very hard for teams to, you know, adjust to us. Uh, are there one or two of those those freshmen that are that are here now that you think maybe 
are going to be competing for playing time at, at some point this season? I feel like every, all of them, to be honest with you. Like, not just two. They're, they're, all, they're all good. They're all solid. You know, but as a freshman, you know, you're just going to have to come learn, try to build your way in, you know, things like that. But I feel like they're all, they, they all have an opportunity to play. And um, they're, they're all really good. And, you know, it's going really good now. You know, they're, we're bringing them along. And I just feel like it's going to be a, a special season, especially for them as well, you know, just learning from us, um, our, us veterans, and, you know, how to do things and how not to do things. Could you see a, a bubble potentially working for the Big Ten? If, especially if, like, maybe you guys are online in the in the spring? Um, yeah, to be, I was thinking. I was – I was just talking to Patrick as well. I was like, I was saying, uh, if score, if school is online, I feel like we all should be in a bubble because we're just going to go to class online. So we don't have to like watch a class and stuff. So I think they would just put us in a place. Like, I think it would be a good idea. Just put us in a place and, you know, uh, you know, we do our schoolwork when we're at the hotel, but you know, we're staying in a bubble and we play each other. I think that would be a good idea. Right on. Hey, Joe, that's, that's all I have for you, man. I really appreciate your time. All right, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. And uh, hopefully we'll be we'll be seeing you play at some point here. Yeah, hopefully. All right, man. Have a good one. All right, you too. As always, the Divine Line is brought to you by Joe Gaffey at Rule and Roll Realtors. Uh, Joe can be reached by phone at 319-325-7727 or Joe Gaffey at ruralhomes.com. That's R-U-H-L homes.com. And once again, Joe, if you're listening, I really hope I'm saying that right. Uh, thanks again to Joe Toussaint for joining me. That was really good uh, conversation. Um, I think it's interesting that a guy that grows up in New York City in the Bronx doesn't follow in, really any of the sports teams there. I thought that th- that was interesting. It's funny that he said he eats too mu- much McDonald's. Um, kind of reminds me of when Peter Jock was eating too much candy his first couple years at Iowa. Uh, you know, sort of s- similar to that, I suppose. Uh it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that team, man. Um, I think Joe, Joe is definitely going to be in the mix. Obviously, he was last year. I think it's he's proven by this point that he is a perfectly capable Big Ten player, and he's only a sophomore. Um, probably, I mean, I would imagine the most explosive guy on the team. Um, really good at getting the bucket. And I do think he's right that if he can, if he can become a more consistent shooter, uh, it's going to, I mean, that that could make him all Big Ten type of talent. So uh, I'm excited. I hope I hope they can get some semblance of a season in because it's, you know, I've lived in Iowa City my whole life. This is easily the best uh, ba- Iowa basketball team I've ever seen. So, and it'll be, it'll be fun to cover, you know, um, and especially with everything that's happened this year, if they can get, if they can get some games in and actually finish a season, I mean, it's going to do so much for this community too. Um, people, people need that, man. After after all of just the horrible crap that's happened this year, it just seems you know, Iowa City, the state of Iowa, needs needs a pick me up. Um, so. I just, yeah, like I said, really hope that they can get a season in. Um, and I really expect there maybe to still be online classes in the spring. So 
the way that the Big Ten, if they, the Big Ten is going to have to handle it better than they're handling the football situation, obviously, because I'm not sure they could have handled this any worse. Um, except for, you know, maybe Iowa State having 25, their number one per capita in new cases, and now they're going to have 25,000 fans this week at their home opener. I mean, that doesn't make any sense to me. So, maybe, but who knows? Maybe they've figured out a way to do it. I don't think so. I think it's a terrible idea. Uh, and completely backwards to with everything that's happening right now. But, well, you know, I guess we're going to find out this week. So, uh, for that, thanks for listening. Um, 